And there's a strike out of Trout. So Christian Bergman. Got him chasing. Here with my boy Alex Camacho here in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. He's visiting from Hawaii, looking at some multifamily here. Alex, thanks for coming on, spending the time with me. Yeah, Let's talk about your journey and that kind of thing. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I've been enjoying Phoenix and uh, the area. It's my first time here, so um, I'm really impressed by this city. I'm, I'm excited to you know, invest in some some deals here. Yeah, and I think I think you were talking about moving here, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like to have a place, you know, in the places that I feel like I'm going to be investing in. And so uh, I do have a place in Los Angeles and also in Hawaii. So um, who knows? Maybe it's in the cards. Yeah. So let's get into that a little bit. How did you, know, how'd you get started in real estate? How did, how did you, you're, you know, by trade, I guess, so to speak, kind of a flipping houses. That's your main business. So what, what led you to that? Yeah. So I started really right out of high school work uh, in banking. So uh, I got this teller job just right out of high school and I thought I was gonna be a banker forever because it was a pretty good gig you know good benefits good income some some growth potential there um, but right around um, the early 2000s I'm kind of dating myself but like I basically got an opportunity to jump into the mortgage side of, the, of business and um, it was, I'm big on like taking those uh, asymmetrical risks where where you basically have very little downside but a lot of upside potential and that's what I saw with that opportunity like hey you know I, I could always go back to banking and get back into that. And so I went to the mortgage business and that's when it was really hot. And uh, kind of rolled that way for a couple of years. Um, did very well in my uh, early to mid 20s. But then um, being dumb with money and not having money management skills and not having great mentors in my life, I uh, ended up losing it all pretty much in a matter of a couple of years. Um, going back and like basically living with my parents, sleeping on my mom's couch. Wow. It was that bad. How old were you? I was 25, um, but yeah, I was making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, um, you know, driving the nice fancy Porsche and you know, spending money at the nightclubs. It, it was just a mess. Um, but what it did teach me was that um, I had a lot to learn because it was easy to make money back then. And then I became a real estate agent. And that's when I kind of saw that spark again, where I'm like, hey, I never really liked the mortgage business that much. I was just good at sales and, and, I, and I did uh, do well, but I didn't have the passion for it. And what I'm happy is when I found the agent side, I saw uh, during that recession time, because I had lost it all, but then I still wanted to be in the game. So that's how I got in with the agent side. I saw these house flippers. I'm like, these guys were making a lot of money. And so I was working on a bunch of short sales during that time. And I remember getting these you know working six months eight months 12 months a year to get these deals approved by the banks because they were a mess back then and then these guys were turning around flipping this house and making like a hundred thousand dollars on a deal so I'm like I'm on the wrong side of this transaction here like I need to view these guys but I didn't really take action for some time you know the life took over and um, but I had in the back of my mind like I think I could be a really good investor house flipper because of my experience so um, about in 2000 and I think it's like 17, um, I just made the leap. I was like, you know what, it's time. I came across bigger pockets um, and started going hard. And like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, a, this is my chance. I'm gonna be a full-time investor. So I, I had come across bigger pockets and I remember them talking a lot about mentors and, and uh, you know, just getting around people that doing what you wanna do. 
And so I did that. I, I basically found some job on Craigslist. I, uh, you know, applied. I got the job. It was like inside sales for uh, a house flipper. He was flipping like 20, 30 houses a year, making over a million dollars, keeping like the small multifamily. And so I worked for him for about a year. Didn't make very much at all. Like I literally was making, you know, dog shit. Yeah, excuse my language. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was about learning. I was in the game. And then um, after that, I got recruited by a bigger investment company um, because I knew somebody working at that company. I was posting a lot on social media, and he saw that I was, you know, doing in, in the business. And so I ended up having a much better role there, making more money, learning more because they were a little bit more of a, of a company. They had more employees, more systems. And so I worked for them for like a year and a half. So in those two and a half years, I think I worked on like about 65 like flips, like I helped acquire and complete um, during that time. So I learned a lot, saved a couple hundred thousand, and then um, I basically just went off on my own about two years ago. Um, we met about a year ago in the uh, in the Future Flipper coaching program, and so now yeah, I've been on my own like flipping. Um, now I, um, I basically I, and I moved to Hawaii last year, so we'll, I'm just, sure we'll just throw that. Yeah, in there. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that a little bit. That was kind of a, a random turn of events, but um, so yeah, now I have a team in LA and I'm living full time in Hawaii, and then we got like close to 10 projects. And um, but you know, I've been talking to you a lot because like I'm more interested now in uh, investing more in in uh, the multifamily because uh, you know flipping is a job you know it's a job I love and I'm great at sure. but nonetheless uh, there's a lot of taxes and, and there's a lot of you know still work that need, active work that needs to be done so now that I've kind of got this tackled I'm like looking to shift and, and, and to like or add that now to my you know kind of goals like hey getting a certain amount of multifamily and passive income every single right. year going forward yeah so a lot of a lot of good stuff there um, number one going all the way back to when you lost it all, right? And this is something that I see come up a lot, whether it's business, sports, anything. There's always setbacks. And the, the thing that I noticed with you and the reason you've been successful is despite any number of setbacks, any degree of setback, whether it's a big one, small one, day-to-day -day stuff, you know, there's, you're constantly dealing with stuff. You, the only time you lose is when you quit. So you, you could have, I mean, you found yourself in your, in your parents' house, right, at 25. Yep. Just got knocked on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Big losses. And, you know, I think, I think the mistake a lot of people make is they, they lose confidence in themselves. I think they lose sight of the dream. They lose sight of a big goal. And um, that was, you know, a mistake that you didn't make. You went back into, you know, I think I can be a really good, that's the important thing. I think I can be a really good investor. Yeah. And we were talking about that the other day a lot, right? Mindset. Yeah. And, you know, that's, again, one thing I, I notice a lot is having a good mindset going into something and just the fact that even the way you said it, I think I can be a good investor. What what made you think that? Apparently, you know, <laughs> the previous events, what would lead you to believe that you can be a good real estate investor? Well, I think there's certain inclinations that we have in life. There's certain things, certain callings, there are certain things that fire you up or certain things that, you know, you have a genuine belief. Like, hey, you know, I think I think I gotta do that. And, um, but you need to pay attention to that. Cause I did, I, and, and cause think about it. Like I sit in the sidelines for like three years from when I had those thoughts to when I executed. So that's why I'm big on pushing people to take action, to jump in because like then just life is gonna run and then like before you know it, you're old and then you're broke. So right. um, I think it was just that I saw that, hey, I have this experience. 
I'm looking at these people and no disrespect to these other investors, they don't look like they're that much smarter than me. And um, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy. But I do see that, hey, you have this ugly house, you put in work into it, and then you sell it for a profit, hopefully. Yeah, I and can that's, wrap my head around that. It's pretty simple, right? <laughs> yeah. I know there's more details to that. So yeah, that was my belief. And it was, it was a mindset thing, but it wasn't until I was really ready and I just was like, had I was at that juncture in my life, I like, hey, I need to decide. I need to get serious about something. Um, what can I like go all in? And I think, because I'm a big believer that if you don't have, I know this cliche, like if you don't have passion, if something doesn't fire you up, it's, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to be broke and it's hard to be rich. So just like we say, right, choose your heart. And that's what it was. I'm like, hey, this is gonna be hard, but I believe I can do it. And that's what's, I mean, so many people don't, like they don't have belief or they, they don't uh, have a strong mindset around something. And that's where it all starts because that's really what starts your behavior, your actions, that you believe you can do something. Um, because if you, you're defeated, you know, before you even begin, that's your mindset. So you, you know, everybody can benefit from having a stronger mindset. Yeah, how much easier would it have been for you to look at your situation at that time and go, oh, well, you know, the economy crashed. That's, it's the economy's fault. You know, there's nothing I could do about it. Mm -hmm. But no, you, the first thing you did was look at like, okay, what could I do to change my situation? And, you know, it, it's, I talk about it all the time on, I've talked about other podcasts and stuff, where having that mindset of like personal responsibility, it gives you the power to change where you are and set your own course. Yeah, and you have to take ownership, you know, yeah. say like, this is, I'm in charge of my life. You can't play the victim because then like all of us could be, we've all got situations where things could have been better. Exactly, and you it's know. very easy to look at, you know, that guy over there and go, oh, look how good he's got it. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, you know, like you live in Hawaii right now, right? Yeah. Talk a little bit about why you live in Hawaii. Okay, <laughs> um, so about a year ago now, um, yeah, so it was in summer of last year, middle of COVID, um, I decided to sell my primary residence. Uh, but let me go, actually go back. So two years ago, right as I was leaving, working for that second company, had saved some money, right? I was like, all right, because my intention was always like, and there goes, you know, intention, right? My intention was like, I'm gonna build a real estate investment company. And I had the experience working for those two companies. And I, I'm a believer of like, hey, you, Take the good from like the people you learn from, the mentors. But mentors are not perfect, right? They right. they have their their um, their um, character flaws, or they have their ways of being and and whatnot. But I took the good from those two companies. And I was going to create my own company. So I got really lucky because I went to vacation in Hawaii, and then I ended up meeting Brandon Turner, one of my idols, you know, now my friend and mentor, um, at in Maui at church. And then he sat down with me, gave me like half hour, 45 minutes of his time. He was talking about doing the mobile home thing and so we kind of got a good rapport and then he, at the end of that conversation he invited me to come back like 10 days later to this mastermind event um, and I said yes right away because I was like no-brainer like I Brandon Turner come back to Hawaii like right. tough decision right <laughs> and so I came back and I got around all these high-level entrepreneurs and it just like expanded my mind even more I already think big you know I was already kind of headed in a positive direction but um, I think he likes to say like he likes my spirit and spunk and so I was kind of like you know that, that energy boost to the group and um, I would like to say I was the dumbest guy in the room which I highly recommend everybody tries to do that you know you hear it and it's so so true because it just your mind uh, being around other people that have way bigger problems than you is one of the most 
valuable things you could ever do. Because you think, we all think our problems are so like right. big, and then you come across someone with a much bigger problem that thinks much bigger than you, then you're like, oh wow, like my problem is small. Right. So that happened a lot in that event. We built a good relationship, Brandon and I, and then you know I just went and executed because a big part of that mastermind was like, you gotta have clarity. Clarity is so important about where you're going. Because um, once you got the bills paid, once you got kind of a little bit of you know financial success, at least just to cover, you know, and you're not stressing about paying your rent or paying you know your, your car note, you can begin to think about like, what do I want my life to look like? And that's what that event like, gave me, like that extreme clarity of like, how big a team do I want to build? How many deals do I want to do? And I went out there and I executed. I went there just like before and busted my butt, you know, and started going out there executing. And I think that, you know, and I'm very you know vocal and on, on social media and I do use it quite a lot. So I think Brandon kind of saw that. And then he saw that I'm continue to hustle, get that, get deals consistently. And he had a partner that he was working with to flipping some houses, but he wanted to do a little bit more. He was more of like the money partner. And he's like, well, why don't you come? He made me an offer basically of like, hey, why don't you come to the island and then you know help us do more deals out here. And then we'll kind of figure it out. And that's how the conversation reopened like a year after I met him in person right. at that event. And then so we started negotiating for a couple of months. And the, the, the arrangement that we negotiated kind of ended up kind of changing a little bit because their partnership kind of dissolved. Um, but he still left the door open. Hey, you still want to come for the winter time and just kind of, you know, we'll work on your personal branding. You love Hawaii. You know, it's one flight away from, you know, L.A. So I just so it's like asymmetrical risk. Like, what is the downside to this decision of me moving? I'm single. I don't have any kids. I don't even have any pets. Like, I'm selling my primary residence. That's why I'm going back to that where he's smart, too, because he saw, like, hey, this guy's selling his primary residence. He loves Hawaii, he gets deals. Like, right. why don't you come over and help us do more deals? And so that's how it developed. But you see, it was like a progression. It was like I put in the work to like learn the business. I made a lot of people money, and then I, you know, I started kind of all going on my own. And then I invested in Mastermind. And then you know, it's like this progression. And then I went out there and executed. So this is like you know, four or five years in the making. It wasn't right. just like, oh yeah, all of a sudden like I'm friends with Brandon Turner. It, right. it didn't happen that way. And then um, yeah, and I decided to move in November of uh, you know, 2020. I've been there like eight nine months, and I got my first flip. And you know, I'm kind of managing the LA operation remotely but yeah, yeah that was the kind of story behind that yeah so you know like I said it started with an intention right it started with you thinking bigger and then you know with all your stuff on social media it's very easy for someone to look at your social media and go oh oh it must be easy to invest in real estate you know Brandon Turner mm -hmm. <laughs> you know but as you just described really well that was four years of stuff in the making, four years of hard work, yeah. setting an intention, mm -hmm. believing in yourself, sticking to it, like taking action consistently every day. It's not like you just woke up one day and now you're friends with Brandon Turner. Like it, it just does not happen that way. And so few things um, do happen that way. Um, so just another really good example, like, you know, we had a good conversation the other night. Uh, I was talking about, you were asking me about sports, what it took to get to the big leagues. I could have said, like, basically pretty much the same thing. If we didn't get really specific with what we were talking about, mm. we were speaking the same language. Yeah. So it's this common theme that just I see in all different industries, walks of life. Like, it, it just, it, it's a universal truth that if you want to achieve things, 
you have to do the things that, that you were talking about. There's no way around it. Yeah. You're going to get knocked down, and, and those things are going to happen. And you said something that important in that conversation. You were like, I was not the most talented guy. You know, no. Because I respect you. I'm like, man, this guy's a professional baseball player. I know the chances and the odds of like becoming a professional baseball player are super, super low. And so I wanted to know from you. And you're like, well, I wasn't the most talented, but like I showed up and I put in the work every single day. And, and right. then I believed. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. And same thing. I showed up every single day. Well, maybe not every single day, but enough days in a row and enough work. Uh, and then I also had the mindset, like, I know I can do this. Um, but, you know, it was you know, years in making. And, you know, people want things in months, in minutes. And you know, right. it's like, no. Like, anything yeah. worth achieving is going to take you years. Otherwise, years. everyone would have it. And then it wouldn't be... <laughs> It wouldn't be as sweet. Yeah, and I say, like, I live in Hawaii and, like, I'm flipping houses in L.A. Like, sometimes it doesn't even feel real. But but then I look back at the journey. I'm like, yeah, I deserve this shit because I put in the work. Exactly. So it's, like, that balance of, like, having the humility but also knowing, like, like I'm going to... I'm going to do what it takes to get there. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're not going to get it. And, you know, it's just bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, really, really inspiring stuff. Just, you know, I really enjoy hearing that story. And, you know, I personally look up to you a little bit just in the way you literally created the life that you wanted to live over the course of a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and I push that on people because I'm big on that lifestyle design where it's like, yeah. why not? Like, why not me? Create whatever reality you want to. Yeah. yeah you just absolutely. put in the work to do it. So many people were like, oh man, you got the best, you know, lifestyle. Like, 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 yeah, but like you could have something too in a matter of right. years, but no you can yeah, but you have to design it and put in the work and all that. So, yeah. you know. So, uh, what's next for you? I mean, what's, you know, you're living in Hawaii, living the dream. You know, what's, what's next? Well, I think next is uh, continue to scale the LA operation because we're doing really, really well. Um, but I want to get to, uh, I want to build that to a multi-million dollar you know, flipping company, uh, investment company. Um, and then with that, just start, really start uh, like pushing mo- most of the profits because I'm pretty lean. I don't right. have a high overhead. I don't um, have all the flashy stuff. You know, I'm that typical like frugal investor. You know, I shop at Ross. I like that. <laughs> I don't care. You know what people, yeah. I don't need the name brands. And, right. and so I think I'm just going to just start funneling a lot more of the profits into that's why I'm partly here to, to visit so I can start putting that into the multifamily, building the, the passive income side of things. And then um, I think in a couple of years, once, you know, hopefully 18 months, 24 months or so, I'll be financially free, at least, you know, on paper, right? I won't really right. have to work anymore. Right. And then from there, I think I'll just probably focus a lot on, you know, traveling, my health, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. And then just to continue to make an impact, I really like helping mentor people, get people started, the right people, the ones that are willing to put in the work. Sure. Um, and, and certainly, so just doing more of that, or just helping people change their life and transform it, kind of like I have, uh, but just the people that are willing to, you know, put in the effort, put in the time, they're dedicated, that really, really want it. Like that, that I get a lot of fulfillment from that right. because I feel like I haven't done, so I've done something that so many people can do, but they just, they just need the right guidance, they just need the right actions, and then they could accomplish that too. So like, yeah. I probably focus a lot more on that. Yeah, yeah and I mean, how, so from the time you were in your parents' house to now, how long was that? That was about five and a half years. Five and a half years. Like from being dead broke again, <laughs> and not only broke, but like in debt, to like, like, like I said, my meteoric rise back up. It was like about five, five and a half years or so. Yeah. yeah. Five and a half years of, of hard work and dedication and 
taking responsibility and, and look, you know, look where that leads. And yeah, and I want to add one more thing. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the ride up a little bit too. It's like, you don't have to like, I think sometimes people think like hustle, 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 and they're just like working 24 seven. No, like there's ways that you can enjoy life and not spend a ton of money. Like I would take little strategic trips to like Catalina Island, a couple hundred bucks. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd do a lot of trail running, hiking in nature, which is pretty much free, you know, other than just you know, gas money to get the, to the hikes. And um, and then as I started making a little bit more now, I'd take, you know, a little cruise here. And, you know, just that's for me. Other people maybe will have other things, but right. I don't think it's, you have to like, just, it has to be like, you know, just, a grind, oh, grind. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like you're yeah. miserable the whole way up. I mean, yeah. I, I gotta admit, like I really enjoy the way up too. And so I think that's a point I like to make where don't think just because, you know, it might take three, four, five years to create your dream life that you it's gonna suck the entire way up. Like right. you can enjoy on the way up too. And just like I'm gonna get to that next level, I'm gonna enjoy that next level too on the way up. So, um, because I'm not, I don't think you should strive to like make all this money and then like retire. And die. Yeah, and <laughs> die. Like, you know, no, like right. there's, there's ways to enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah. I love it dude. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Um, what's the best way? Best way is usually right now Instagram because I use it so much and you know it's just uh, Alex Camacho TV. I put a lot of stuff on there. Uh, most of it's like real estate investing, a yeah. little bit of lifestyle in there. And I'm you know I'm an open book and you know I do have a team that kind of helps respond to messages and stuff. So people feel free to reach out there. Awesome man, really appreciate you coming on. Good seeing you, man. Good. Yeah, likewise. Let's do some deals, man. Yeah, some multifamily. I'm really, really proud of you know you taking that deal <laughs> down, and I'm looking forward to investing in a deal with you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, right, we'll definitely Sounds keep good. it up. Let's do it.